Hello and welcome to a new episode of Wikijabba. My name is Sebastian Warod. I'm from Germany and I uh, do this podcast from within the Wikipedia galaxy. A lot of interesting people. We are here at uh, the Wiki Conference North America in Columbus, Ohio, in the uh, Ohio State University at the Library Thompson Library. And I have uh, three guests here. And uh, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Tom. I'm Six Flash Photo. Mm -hmm. My name is Adam Moss. I'm user of Mitchizinia on all Wikipedia projects. Mm -hmm. And I'm Gerald Shields. I'm uh, Gerald Shields 11 on Commons and Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And you all do photos. Yep. Yes. We've been the main photography for this conference. Mm -hmm. Why? I enjoy it. <laughs> I think it was just self recruitment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, what's the motivation? Why do you photos on Wiki on uh, Wikipedia events? Well, Tom, let, uh, how about you start? Well, photos are what got me into the contributing part of Wikipedia. I'm mainly active on Commons, and I started this because the photos of where I live, the articles, I should say, of my region didn't have photos that I thought were very good, so mm -hmm. I set out to improve it, and one thing led to another and another, and mm -hmm. now I'm volunteering to take photos at the conference. <laughs> and um, did you photo, uh, make photos before you edit Wikipedia? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, this is what I love to do. Okay. Is this your hobby or your, or your day job? A little bit of both. Some mm -hmm. of it I do for work, some of it I do because... I enjoy it, and I want to take those photos. Mm -hmm. You said that the photos and the articles about your neighborhood was not were not very good. Uh, what, how can I see if a photo is good or not? I should have been more clear. When I said very good, I either meant that there wasn't a photo at all, or that it was very grainy, uh, very low oh, okay. resolution. It, it Technically, could e yeah, yeah, it could easily have been improved. It wasn't mm -hmm. as though there was a specific technical fault with the photo it mm. was uh, nothing I, not a photo that i can recall anyway it was just more that there either wasn't a photo or it was very low resolution mm -hmm. and how did you start at wikipedia oh god i this is november 2nd is my 13th year on the site um i 13th year wow mm -hmm. i was 14 when i started i'm 27 now <laughs> um so almost next year marks half my life yeah half my life on this site um, basically, I was a big hurricane buff back in the day and wanted to update and, I guess, for lack of a better term, I'm a little more adult for my age, mm -hmm. and especially at 14, so I could write pretty well. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, ever since then, I've just become between a middle of two admins, two admins on two different sites and a lot of things, but I just love writing. <laughs> just Wikipedia got me through college, if you want my honest opinion. It got me into college. Yeah? How, how that? Um, everyone thought I would fail the writing exam section of the entrance exam. Mm -hmm. I, that's the only one I got right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it really got me into college. Uh, you learned how to write or do you learn yeah, how, I learned to how to learn? write, and write, research, everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for me, uh, this is Gerald. Basically, I got involved in photography uh, as a stress relief because of Wiki Loves Monuments. Mm -hmm. I had an interest in photography, and that was just a, the push that I needed to uh, compete. Uh, the first year I competed in Wiki Loves Monuments, I did not win. However, my photography has improved, and currently 
several of my pictures are being used not only on the banner that every Wikipedian sees at the front desk. Um, it, Great. It is, there are f- mm-hmm. photos, my photos are being used by RT, mm-hmm. the Russian Today television, uh, Business Insider. One of my neo-feminist photos is, was used at a presentation in London. I've never been to London, so at least my photo has been to London. <laughs> and being recognized there. Mm. And the reason why I wanted uh, use Sebastian to interview us because this is the team that is documenting this Wikipedia conference in Ohio. Tom is relatively new. Uh, Adam is, is a seasoned hand. I'm a seasoned hand. And we're working as a team, and I thought it would be a good idea to document the the guys who you see everywhere, but you don't hear from. Hmm. You only see their You're photos. Seeing in the meaning of you see their photos. Ah, okay. Hmm. You, you see their photos, but you hmm. also see them walk around asking, hey, can I take a photo? Because this is my attempt to fight what, Tom? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm Systemic bias. Systemic bias. bias. Yeah, systemic bias. We're fighting systemic bias. <laughs> and um, so, because once again, uh, uh, Sherry, what was it, Sherry? Sherry Antoine. Sherry Antoine from AfriCrowd three years ago told me something. Hmm. She said, if you're not seen, you're not heard. Mm hmm. And it, it's really uh, kind of true. Um, if if your um, if your presentation is not documented, whether you're behind the the lec- uh, sorry yeah the lectern, or if your graph is not documented at one of these with the conferences, uh, kind of like the tree falling in the woods, is it really did it really fa- yeah. fall? Obviously, yes, because physics. <laughs> sometimes you can. Uh, I, I'm a presenter over here, and as uh, I can say, sometimes you can transport one idea or two. But if you um, upload your presentation and some ideas, some thoughts about it, and photos, the people we will get more information because because they reread it, and people can access this that could not come to the con- uh, conference. At the same with uh, the Wikicon in, in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Uh, two two weeks ago, a lot of people asked, "Are there recordings of the uh, sessions?" Because I could not attend, but I want to see. It depends sometimes on where you are, especially because yeah. I mean, New York. We have a guy named Jolie McPhee who is a member, I believe, of one of the New York City open source open source groups, and we have a case of he brings in his entire soundstage with him mm-hmm. into the conference room mm. and records. All day, sitting at his table, listening and live streaming these things, mm-hmm. and keeping recordings of all of them to be uploaded to comments and to his open source site. Mm-hmm. But this it's a little dependent on where we are. But like this one, we've just been using phones for the most part. I've seen Facedo walking around here with a stativ, stativ, a three leg thingy. What? What? I don't know the name. The tripod. A tripod, yeah, yeah. A tripod, yeah. and putting a, a smartphone on it, yes, and live streaming and, and recording it. It's, it's enough for for session recording, and right? We're getting to that point, yes. As technology gets better, it's going to be even easier. Mm-hmm. Yes, for a new um, photographer, the smartphone is your key. Yeah, if you don't want to spend uh, seven hundred dollars for your phone, Most I mean, uh, seven hundred dollars <laughs> for your phone. You don't have to spend seven hundred dollars. My thing on my neck is only two twenty. Oh, that's interesting. 
Tom, tell us about your, your camera. It looks huge. Yes. <laughs> I've got the grip on to make the portrait shots easier. It's a Nikon D750. It's new to me. Uh, it's a new, it was, I bought it new, but the model has been out for several years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. It's a full frame 24 megapixel DSLR one with about 24.9, like 25.1 raw. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it, full frame camera. I love it. The ability to bring out detail from shadows and as long as you're not clipping the blacks, the, the ability of what you can do in post-processing. I think you have to explain what blacks are so you don't get confused. Blacks are what you think they are. Blacks are the color black in a, in a photo. I mean, if I started going like, well, you know, between white and black, you have to be between zero and 220 or 255, and then it gets really. Yes, but, <laughs> yes, but I'm saying in this day and age, people get, like, cut the blacks uh, out. Clip the blacks. What is clip the blacks? Clip the blacks means where there's a shadow and your eye can see detail because of the way the photo was exposed, there's no detail there. It just looks black. Hmm. That's what clipping the blacks. Right right now I'm looking underneath this bookshelf right here, and I can see where if the exposure wasn't right, you would clip the shadows. And hmm. that's what I mean by clipping the blacks. Adam, tell us about your camera. Oh, um, I'm not as professional as he is. He's a damn lot better at this. I've not been paid not to do really, my work. No. <laughs> He's like, you're a hell of a lot better than I am. <laughs> I've got a Nikon Quopix L840. I used to have an L830, then it met pavement. Mm. Something that happens commonly with me because I'm running around train stations everywhere. And I'm a notorious klutz. But it's basically, on the Nikon line, it's the highest point and shoot um, that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have that isn't a DSLR at this point. Um, but the benefit of mine, at least compared to his, he has to stop and recharge his battery. Yeah, I work I on four AA batteries every time. <laughs> yeah. And I have That's a char- thing, yeah. I have a charge that lasts sometimes three, five weeks, sometimes oh two months. Because mm-hmm. this thing does not drain battery. Yeah. And it that works is like an a charge. Advantage. Huh? That is an advantage. <laughs> but your photos are better quality than mine by a significant yeah. margin. It the photographer matter if, if we're gonna try to get something across to people about photography, let it be this. The camera that you're using is not what's going to make or break your photo. The, the, anybody can take good photos with just about anything now. It's mm. practice, developing the eye. Those are the most important things mm. to making someone a better photographer, not the equipment you're using. What do you mean with developing the eye? Mm, very good question. <laughs> yes, yes, take the floor. <laughs> I don't want to take off all of this. No, Tom, Tom somebody take else. The floor. Take the floor. Uh, um, well, uh, what I mean is pre-visualizing, and that means exactly what it sounds like, seeing in your head before you take the shot, pre-visualizing that shot, and, and developing the eye for what will make a good photo, rather what won't. Where you, you can tell what kind of lighting you're in, where the light's coming from, mm-hmm. what could be What's if your subject could be half exposed and the other half, or ha- half exposed, under ex- underexposed, excuse me, and the other half overexposed? That kind of thing. Seeing in your head what the picture is going to be before you click the shutter. But to get this experience, you have to take se- several photos and then 
Yeah. Unless you're incredibly, you don't really need to know the camera, and and unless you're incredibly gifted, it is just practice. Is it helpful to make this square with your fingers? Is that that what you mean? It's more an artist thing, isn't it? The the vanishing point theory with the square. Yeah, I mean, if it's helpful to you, then by all means, (laughs) that's what I would tell people. Yeah, I mean, I um. I also have a knack for being able to know when the lighting is just perfect to have my camera. Mm. I don't have to practice. I know what the lighting is that this is the shot I want. Because mm. if there's like like yesterday in the middle of all that before the winds came in, we had a short period down two o'clock with beautiful sun, with mm. beautiful lighting, mm-hmm. which I'm like giving these two crap. We should have done the group photo at two o'clock. Yeah, mm. We should have. Um, but basically, what we um. You don't have to set up and prepare for it. Sometimes it's spontaneous at the moment. Photography, you know what the quality shot is. Okay, but as a Wikipedia um, a photographer, I mostly want, I know what I want to have a photo from. Yes. Like a building I mean, or a person. I guess in my field, I do a lot of roads and railroad stations. I like to have in my shot, I like to have, um, I got my headset for a second. Um, I like to have the road signs in the side to the right side or to the left side of mm-hmm. a picture in a roadway shot. Um, Why? Pro- Why that? Because it's an establishing moment. Ideas, even idea what what you may see on the actual road. Mm-hmm. And if you have the shield in the picture with you, it helps enormously in contributing to that picture. And because people will now be able to imagine a little more. Because you show them a picture just of a road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anything. If you put a yeah. hundred pictures on commons in a row of all roads, <laughs> they can't tell you what that is. Yeah. By establishing a photo of with the sign in it, mm-hmm. you yeah. enormously help your, your person do it. The same thing applies to railroad stations. So it's not only the eye, also your legs. You have to go to the place where you can take the shot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got the same railroad stations. You try to have a sign on the right because... Not always, but a lot of railroad stations modern day look the same. Mm. So you have to have something to establish this is where you are because people aren't going to understand, especially because if people are ripping it off of commons, which is not unheard of, mm. <laughs> you never know. I've had people misinterpret my work before on commons and claim it's another state. Mm-hmm. Did you teach yourself photographing or did you take classes? Tom? I, um, I suppose I have... Uh Both my parents to credit for that. Okay. I got introduced to this at a very young age. You should age. share your parents. Yeah. yeah. Adam? Um, my father was a photographer back in the 80s. I use his tripod, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Otherwise, I have taught myself. I believe, maybe with the exception of him, my tripod's older than the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your parents. You have to have. No, my father. My mother is technologically oriented. Mm-hmm. But if father photographed with films and stuff back then, 1980s, I think. Yeah, but again, he was out of the hobby by the time I was born. And mm-hmm. even to 2008 when I started, mm-hmm. he just enjoys watching me do so. Yeah. The current um, Vicky Loves Monuments mm-hmm. uh, content is over, I guess. I saw a message. He's the Vicky Loves Monuments guy. I am not really into that. I like photo expeditions, but I like ones where we gather a hundred people sure. and send them into a city to go bananas. You are a judge in uh, no. Um, in I, I'm no. just one of the contestants. I uh, I don't put enough effort in Vicky Loves Monuments to be a judge. Mm-hmm. I basically uh, use my very lightweight camera and mm-hmm. run around a, a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC and 
uh, make sure I have all the noteworthy monuments down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was self-taught. I read a couple of books. I helped copy edit a photography book written by a professor at Cecil College. Mm-hmm. Um, and the greatest thing about uh, this conference, in my opinion, is actually meeting my fellow uh, photographers here. Yeah. And that's why I, I, I kind of was pushy about you, Sebastian, interviewing Tom and Adam. Mm. So please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate this uh, because um, I can ask questions uh, I have. Like, um, okay, I'm photographing right now and I, I did it uh, always because I'm interested in arts and stuff and I really want to. I'm not. Um, um, don't want to paint. It takes so long. So. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But you can paint with the camera, I learned, and, and then I, I tried. So uh, you had parents. Uh, uh, my parents didn't photograph, but I, I teach myself. So what would be your suggestion to a newbie? What should he do? He, he wants to participate in Wikilove's monuments. So he can get a list of monuments, like buildings. Uh, what, uh, what would you do if you have to photograph a church? I w- uh, okay. First, a mosque. Uh, yes, a temple, mosque, church. Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, lists of historic register locations. Yeah. First off, that's an easy shot. You have a physical location instead of looking in a fo- uh, well. There's no phone books anymore, <laughs> but uh, looking online for the nearest church. Well, you have an instant noteworthy if it's on a historical register. Yeah. Um, I would suggest uh, Noonday Sun, strangely enough. Mm. Really? Yes. It will be harsh over light, overhead light, I understand. But sometimes, it, well, sometimes if it's the color of the brick, mm. uh, well... You're assuming it's a brick church, I assume, so. I'm assuming it's brick. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, if it's uh, white-painted uh, wood? It's a white-painted wood church? Yeah. Did, um, then, then it would be more, in my opinion, morning or like afternoon. Because the afternoon, I've got actually, I can pull this up on Wikipedia right now. The, uh, <laughs> I've got a shot well, for a good for a good church I can use to describe if help you. Well, since it's a verbal podcast, I know that. Yeah. But I can explain that. But while you're looking up, um, then there's something called the golden hour. Actually, that's better for people. Mm-hmm. But I, I keep on forgetting the, the time of day for that. Um, it, it's a trick that film use, um, motion film uses. Um, also, here's another problem. Uh, if you're on a scavenger hunt and you're literally walking, mm-hmm. you would have to plan the, the day before of your route. So then you'll have a timed event photography mm-hmm. session. And... Instead of going back and forth and back and forth over like a week period of time, get it in on one Saturday because, once again, my personal photography is all about stress relief. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stress myself by going back to D.C. like 10 weekends for 10 different monuments. Mm-hmm. I want to get my 10 monuments in that day. Right, so really make a plan yes, with a map it. when to yes. go where and, and um, depending I'm, on the uh, where the sun is over the day. This, uh, Maybe I, I, I sometimes uh, sometimes check on Wiki um, on Google Maps or Bing uh, Maps aerial view um, so because some buildings are in the shadow uh, in, in the afternoon or in the morning and then I go to the when the, the sun shines on this building. Well, 
luckily, uh, the historic... This is a European thing, maybe. (laughs) Well, luckily, uh, the distance... uh, D.C., because of the LaFont plan, actually has wide boulevards on many of the streets. Mm. And those wide boulevards uh, prevent the other building from casting a shadow. Uh, also, the the statue is usually on like Dupont Circle, which is literally a big open circle with a bunch of trees. Hmm. So I don't have problems with the sh- shadow there. Also, um, there there could be an issue of the shadow on uh, the, the front of the building in shadow, but all you have to do is make a circle. Hmm. So in the morning, get the uh, western uh, side of the circle. And then loop around to your other monuments. I'm, I'm sorry for those on podcasts. I'm literally drawing a circle on the table <laughs> on an audio podcast. And then in the afternoon, when the sun is setting in the west, the eastern side of the circle or square would mm-hmm. be in light. Mm-hmm. And you just do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, um Is it easy to start as a um, photographer or editor on Wikipedia? Editor? I mean, you, you can start anytime you want. It's not that hard. It's That's a problem. not is true. Isn't it? You, you also, edit something and something, somebody reverts it. You just th- wrote a nice little word like poop into the article and somebody reverts it. Okay. Here's the problem, though. No offense. <laughs> Someone like me, you've asked, I've watched this site of all for 13 years. Back in the day, there, were, there was little involvement in what we used, what we call now biting the noobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we didn't control it much, but at the same time, there wasn't much of that in 2005. And, but basically, it was for Wikipedia purposes. If you want to join an account, it's still easy, but I understand being up nervous. I'm autistic. Mm-hmm. I understand social anxiety into a new place where you never know where people might come back and bite you later. Mm. Hopefully not. But unfortunately, we can't control everybody on this site mm. or else it's not a free encyclopedia anymore. Can you seek for help on Wikipedia? Is there some place? I think sometimes it comes down again. I don't use the modern interface because I'm an old geezer when it comes to this site. Um, and I still use the old monobook skin, which I'm sure you remember. I never use monoskin. The monobook? I, I, the, when did you join? Uh, 2004, but you should have had a mono book. Well, that's the original <laughs> skin. Yeah, but that's the fault. And later on, I I changed the faults I, for the, the Wikipedia actual. As soon as I got something different, I changed. And yes, uh, on Wikipedia, there's something called the Tea House, which tea house. Uh-huh. noobs. Can, uh, sorry, we call them noobs. They're <laughs> not noobs. I was a noob in O O B in American slang. In Germany, we call them pedestrians. Like pedestrians. People Sebastian. walking by. Yeah, but still, you know. It's, it's a little offensive, of course. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, I'm sorry. In the United States, we say that's pedestrian, mm. meaning. Yeah. That's basic. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that means it's, it's like, like rudimentary and basic. Mm-hmm. Basic, horrible. Um, a different culture. But the tea house, um, there are people who literally sit there 24-7 and uh, get uh, give new people, new editors, uh, ideas, thoughts, advice, suggestions on how to be a better Wikipedian, how to improve the content and quality. Also, Should I edit first or go to the tea house first? Edit first. Edit first. Let me think about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Let, you know, in fullness of time, I'll give you an answer. Edit first. <laughs> I mean, no at, doubt, the time, edit first. at the same time, we good. don't, we mm-hmm. don't provide openings for the tea house. Like, Hey, opening screen, tea house. 
Mm. It's not there. They don't know it exists. Correct. Uh, You'll stumble across the tea house. You might even get um, a thank you note for your first edit. Yep. And an invitation um, on your talk page. Yeah. To the tea house. Are you talking about like the the welcome to Wikipedia kind of message? Okay, yeah. Um, Did uh, did you get one, Tom? Yeah, I believe... I'm most certainly the newest person here, and it, <laughs> I believe you got it right when you joined, whether you had already edited or not. I could, I could be mistaken about that. Once you get an edit, I've not seen anyone who hasn't had an edit. Yeah, fair, fair point. But because no one usually knows you exist. So joining means to create an account. Yeah, uh-huh. but I, I only meant by that was that yeah. if you were hypothetically just to create an account, I believe that's there on your talk page automatically. Mm-hmm. And there is something linking you to the tea house on that message. Okay, yeah. I I don't specifically remember the tea house being linked, but I remember some uh, links to tools like or the five pillars of Wikipedia. Yeah, those things have lasted forever, and those would help a new new editor. So if somebody listens to this podcast and thinks, okay, why not photo for uh, Wikipedia? He should edit first. You say he should walk around, take pictures, or he has some. Um, well, uh, already we, and on his uh, hard drive, several thousand of them, and then he wants to upload. And yeah. Okay. Uh, well, now we're talking about specifics. <laughs> Wikipedia is the text-based encyclopedia yes, where, where right. you use your keyboard to type in your stuff, mm. and that's the the most famous of the wikis that we control. Mm-hmm. Then there's something called Wiki Commons, which is. Uh, basically the domain of photographs. So if someone wanted to create an article, they would go to Wikipedia and be bold and edit. And um, hopefully edit with a uh, reference and a citation mm. and a, a third-party source. But if I knew something, why should I reference it? Because it's right. I, I know it. I know many things. <laughs> you know many things. However, those readers don't know who you are, Sebastian. Ah, don't know who Gerald still is. Not, but you know, <laughs> I could use my advanced no, no. degree to put wonderful things on it. But to give the reader trust, mm-hmm. that citation means someone actually looked up in a neutral third-party source or... Like Close a to a third-party source. or newspaper oh. or um, web, yes. a trustable web page. Yes, Tr- something trusted or something vetted. Actually, it's not trusted, it's vetted mm-hmm. or fact-checked. Mm-hmm. And we as Wikipedians consolidated that information and then put it on in text with a citation. Now, personally, when I w- look to a Wikipedia article, uh, I scroll down... And look at the reference list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more references, general, it's a good rule that generally people have thought yeah. about this. And then to scroll back up. Um, and number of references, meaning not all referencing one book, but different books, different Correct. Um, also, um, or, or at least different pages of the book, of the yeah. same book. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a way where if you reference one book, it's the same number. It's like reference one, then A, B, C, D, E, and mm-hmm. it looks like one line, yeah. and it's one reference. Um, 
Now, if, if you see an editor looking through a book and on page 1, 20, 30, it'll show up as different references. That means someone, such as myself, looked through that entire book and found those good sources. Mm-hmm. Um, not all sources are, are good because we try to get third-party vetted sources. Sometimes that's not easy to work with. Though. Correct. <laughs> I know, is- trust me, in bit. In, Sometimes in, you just have. Ra- I'm sorry. sorry. Railroads. That's really hard to deal with because sources are here and there. Mm-hmm. Now, for the second part of your question, Sebastian, um, he has a thousand photos and he wants to upload it. Well, there is a way to directly upload a what is called fair use image in the United States on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. However, that's generally frowned upon. Um, fair use means it's a copyrighted image, mm-hmm. like a logo of a corporation. And that only applies to the English Wikipedia. Or English and, and some United other. States. Yeah, yes, correct. It's, so it's yeah, not oh, uncommon. But so. Wikimedia Commons is under U.S. law, right? Yes. Uh, would it also be under Canadian law? And Canadian and whatever law. But on Commons, um, there's, there's no fair, fair use. There's no yeah. fair use concept. Mm-hmm. But, but Well, the concept is there, but we don't use it. We only want copyright-free information, copyright-free photos. So the logo of a corporation would never be uploaded to Commons to be reused everywhere on the wiki. The photo of a logo that is out there? or uh, The logo itself, I'm sorry. The, the graphic. Yeah, yeah the, um, pick a corporation and their little, in, their little symbol. That's their logo. The fair use would be on, say, that corporation's... Are the article about not that corporation's article mm. because the corporation doesn't own the articles. Wikipedia owns the articles. Well, yeah. I would say let's use an example. Um, KPMG, the famous auditors mm-hmm. in St. Louis, um, you can take their logo yeah. in a photo. I've taken pictures of the KM, KPMG building in St. Louis. That's not copyrightable. I can take a photo of that building with the logo in it. Because it's the building we're taking but a picture of. But if we're taking the logo directly from the website and, and the, producing a quality of it, it falls under fair use. Okay, wait. Let's think about this for a second. We're talking about KPMG. Mm-hmm. That would fall under both threshold of originality and simple words or shapes. Simple words or geometric shapes. But the K- KPMG logo has squares in it, too. It's oh, a does lo- it? But it's a logo. It doesn't it's matter. Cool. If you can take something... That as long as it falls under the threshold of originality or and or is just simple words or uh, geometric shapes, that's okay. Uh, see, I, we don't uh, have to have a deletion discussion here. And also, uh, podcast members, I apologize. I, I, I really didn't want to mention a, a cor- <laughs> corporate corporation by name. I just say a logo. No, no it's, it's a free podcast. We can yeah. do whatever we want. But the so, thing is, I'm, I'm asking for a new guy who mm-hmm. wants to join. And mm-hmm. I think he is not creating logos. He has, has taken picture from uh, himself. He yes. has pictures of roads. He not has a picture of his parents. This is different. This is different, different thing. And I'll, I'll, taken by I'll clarify. Mm-hmm. Let's say he has pictures of himself no no taken by himself correct taking yeah. he took a picture of himself yeah, he took a picture of his parents at his birthday party mm. he or she took she a picture not upload that stuff like this yeah let's say he was on tour uh, through states and took pictures of all stadiums he found then that would be noteworthy because those stadiums are usually considered ha- actually some cons- 
uh, cities actually, city articles have discussions of the big stadium. Let's mm-hmm. say the big. I'm not going to name a stadium's name. A big stadium, and and she must not be afraid of uh, of logos at the side of the stadium. No, no, no. no. They can't, no. They can't it's freedem of panorama. That's de minimis. That's that's mm. well, even if it's. It's not freedom of panorama. Some countries don't have freedom of panorama. I don't think we have. To, I think we have to explain what that is. Um, yeah. Freedom of panorama is if there's a copyrighted image in your picture. Let's say a, a good example would be the logo of something on a stadium. Mm-hmm. Well, anything out in the public view, you can take a picture, and it doesn't matter. Freedom. That means you are free mm-hmm. of whatever you see. Panorama is copyright free. However. Uh, some countries do not have freedom of panorama. A good example would be Fran- uh, France. Yeah. France at night. For the, the, uh, uh, Eiffel Tower, yeah. yeah. And yeah. also North Korea North and Korea. also China. <laughs> no freedom of panorama? Okay. Wow. I think Canadians had restricted freedom of panorama. I don't know about Canada. Yeah, some mm-hmm. countries, it's artwork is not like in the U.S. We have freedom of panorama for exterior buildings, but we can't do it for artworks or sculptures. Some it's exterior and interior. Uh, some it's, it's freedom of panorama covers everything top to bottom, pretty much that would be included under freedom of panorama. It, it varies country to country. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, but municipality you, to okay, municipality. So you have to uh, read about freedom of panorama in your country. In Germany, for, for instance, removable art You cannot, it's not freedom yeah. of panorama, but uh, static monuments are freedom of panorama. So, so learn about your country. I'm sorry, a statue, if a statue is in a public square, it's freedom of panorama yeah. in, in Germany. I thought, but, I thought it was, there was. But if it's removable, removable art or art that's only temporarily there, it's not freedom of panorama. Okay. Uh, strangely enough, in Seattle, there is a public statue that is very fixed in mm. front of a very famous building. Mm. Uh, when the artist sold a statue to the city, he reserved copyright, <laughs> photographic copyright of the statue to himself. So literally, if you just take the statue picture, uh, it will be deleted because it's copyrighted. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, if you take the famous building it just so happens to be in front of, and that little statue gets in, fr- in your picture and ruins your picture because it's there and building is so beautiful hey guess what (laughs) (laughs) i was taking a picture of the building but going back to the guy with the stadiums um because he's new he probably doesn't know freedom of panorama he doesn't know about the burn convention he doesn't know about all these wonderful copyright laws i suggest to him if it's like a building or the stadium or the outside or even a fixed monument or a mobile monument here's what's going to happen He's going to go to what is called Wikimedia Commons instead of Wikipedia. Mm. Wikimedia Commons is our repository for our wonderful photographs. And some of our non-photographs, such as PDF letters explaining the photographs, Mm -hmm. of which I had to upload a PDF to explain one of my photographs. Uh, There are letters letters explaining why a specific image is copyright-free because the owner of the copyright said, wrote a letter and said, I'm giving up my copyright, and here it is. And they literally, and I'm using my hands, and they're literally attaching it to the to the photograph, mm-hmm. explaining it. If you 
go to Wikimedia Commons and type in the words capitalist realism. Mm. It's you know, like socialist realism. Mm-hmm. Type in the word capitalist realism. This will explain this concept. You have a photo with a PDF attached. Mm-hmm. It's the it, it. It's a good example, but on the left hand side of the page of Wikimedia Commons, there's a little button called upload. Mm. Click on that, and it'll let you browse your picture photos. And this person just upload his. Um, stadium photo, it'll give you dialogue boxes, uh, sorry, empty boxes where he can, he or she can type in the name of the file mm. and make it something descriptive like uh, big stadium in city or mm. I'm not going to name anything specific but mm. well, and try, then, to, try to be as specific as possible yes, if we can. Yes. So Don't we're, be too vague or else we're going to have to do the research ourselves to find out. Yeah, so name of, whatever the name of the stadium is in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then underneath is a box, which this is wonderful. It'll allow you to put in a language that you choose, English, German, French, Bengali, Bengali mm-hmm. uh, various descriptions of that image. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the tool will also check your photo to see what date it was photographed. It'll if it's all, in the uh, XF data. It, if it's in the metadata. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it asks you for the for the date. It requires to, to yes, provide it, the date. it's required. Um, but it, if it's in the metadata, it will automatically do that. Mm. And then it'll ask you to put it in a category. Mm. So in, in this case, it would be athletic stadiums or mm. stadiums. And as you're typing in that dialog box for category, it will give you suggestions. Mm. So even this new person who has never uploaded has the opportunity to to get the feel of it and to not be afraid of, of uploading a photo of of her favorite athletic yeah. stadium. And it requires a license. And that's an interesting thing, uh, Tom. What license do you use on Wikimedia Commons? Uh, I use Creative Commons ShareAlike by, or by ShareAlike, excuse me, 4.0. Mm-hmm. It's just a that's fairly free. St- yeah. it, is, it's, it is the default. It's my, I, I, if someone is to reuse the photo, they have to reuse it under these, these same license and they have to attribute the, would be me, the original. Same license? You have to use exactly the same license? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, Creative Commons by share alike, so it has to be by the same, I mean, excuse me, it has yeah, to be the same license. They, they can't, uh, the use, uh, the end user, the newspaper can't say, I'm going to use it for something other than what the the uh, uploader they, said, it could they be used. can't say copyrighted. That's all yeah, that they matters. Can't, yeah. Oh well, most people who take my photos off of Flickr and Commons usually write credits my name, hmm. which is sufficient enough. They don't usually have to write CC by SA 4.0. I do that if I'm using my own work, yeah. but that's because I've been in this a long time. So Adam, you are using CC by SA as well. Yeah, the 4.0. If I using moving from Flickr for some reason, Flickr to Commons, it becomes 2.0, but I have a feeling it's a Flickr thing versus a Commons thing, but if I'm uploading straight to Commons, it's 4.0. I do not use this as a because I'm not sure what happens with that license thing. I I remember that you can uh, use a freer license. You can put it to public domain if you Mm -hmm. you work on it. 
but you also res- you also have same. no tr- you have no rights to that photo anymore. It means they mm-hmm. don't have to credit you for that work. I like to be credited for the photo because I like to look up where my photos are being used. Mm. There was a big discussion on Wikicon in, in Switzerland about regarding licenses, uh, saying um, we need other licenses. Uh, it's too difficult. So for for a newbie, if a new guy, well, yeah, well, welcome, welcome. Use the standard license. It's yeah, okay. I would yeah. tell them to use the standard license. Yeah. yeah, use default. I use default whenever, whenever I upload it, and I've uploaded over years. So there, there probably are older, older photos that are under the older license for me. Mm-hmm. But whatever the default is, I'd go with that. And um, it, there's also a certain sense of accomplishment when a news agency actually uses one of your photos to illustrate something, whether it's online or or on television. Mm-hmm. So you will be your your user actually your username will be displayed, mm. not your real name if you so choose to mm-hmm. upload it on your username. So that's that's really good. Mm-hmm. And and if you're worried about anonymity, um, the news agency all they see is uh actually it's what you see is what you get on Wikimedia Commons. So there's no secret backdoor for a news agency to figure out. Gerald uploaded his photo unless Gerald chose to write his username as Gerald Shields Eleven. <laughs> kind of interestingly, I about about this has got to be on six seven years ago. Reuters somehow found me through my photos, really, mm-hmm, and called me during a transit situation. A tr- what do you mean transit situation? Uh, something involving New Jersey transit and stuff. Oh, oh. But they called me. I'm like, I'm not a trusted source in this, but I'm like, how did <laughs> you find me? My photos, because your your comments. real name on was comments. somehow attached to the comments. Probably because yeah, my yeah. my Flickr account has my real name. Okay, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but and oh, uh, the username on Commons. Uh, sorry, Wikimedia Commons, the photo repository, and the username on main Wikimedia, Wikipedia can be different. I just use the same thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend people to do two different names. That yeah. that gets problematic. Oh, you do, but I'm just saying it gets confusing <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah, actually, having my own personal category on Commons, it's a case of people still can't figure out that I am one person on Flickr and one person <laughs> on Commons, even though I have actually went into the category and wrote both my names mm-hmm. to ensure that people know it's me. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that doesn't work. So, Tom, um, overnight, you become king of Wikipedia. What would be your first orders? Good grief. I don't know. Um, pass to the next one while I think about that. <laughs> Adam? Adam, you're, you're Elim- Eliminate ARBCOM. A what? Eliminates ARBCOM, the arbitration committee. For, for the people on podcasts, probably don't know, barely, I barely know what that is. <laughs> Could you explain what ARBCOM is and, and what does that acronym mean? The, arbit- the arbitration committee is basically what we do when we have a dispute that no one in the community seems to be able to handle. As in, everyone keeps arguing and arguing and arguing. There's no solution and answer. And we have this committee called the arbitration committee who's elected each December to handle these disputes. However, if there's anything else I've learned over the years, ARBCOM, as it's called, is basically become the source for all the drama on the site. Over the years, because that's where everyone's yelling at each other, and they can, whoops, and they can release things like top 
like topic bans where you can all you, you're you're banned from editing certain articles on certain topics, or you're banned from the site completely. Well, or I, I, maybe I, mediating bigger disputes. He's the king now. He's the king now. <laughs> okay, yes, uh, King Adam would do that. Well, I I, I hate to dis- let's agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, King Gerald. Um, King Gerald. Well, um, I would try to reach out to the Global South. A little bit yeah, better. Uh, that's a good answer. It, however, I would not put that as like an end-all, be-all of all metrics because the Global South, there is a reason why people don't have internet connection or or don't access Wikipedia as much as we would hope to them to do because basically the internet connections are spotty at best. Uh, we are still dealing with people who have one solar panel per hundred people. Um, the internet in most of the global south is mostly Facebook and Twitter. That's what they're using as a filter for everything. So when they they're not seeing Wikipedia main articles or Wikipedia uh, main page, I say. I'm sorry, main page. Mm. They're seeing a link which is embedded in Twitter. They're seeing a link that's embedded in Facebook. They might be 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 searching on Wikipedia main page because they literally can't find it on uh, Facebook. Mm. That, and that's interesting because from a, a, a commercial standpoint, uh, uh Facebook and I believe Google also were, were thinking about doing dirigibles over Africa to give Wi-Fi to people or high. They were calling it Hi-Fi. Mm. Uh, it was like a, a a broadband wireless communication. At least that was the idea. I think it, I think it was Facebook. I think it was Facebook. Anyway, um, but they had they were not doing it because of the, the the wondrous generous hearts they have it, it was because of a commercial reason and i i don't oh. i do not fault them don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong you know look at the look at the picture called capitalist realism okay. <laughs> so i would yes i i understand the hand motion uh i would um attempt to reach out to the global south mm-hmm. king tom you know i i still don't have an answer <laughs> i i, I would, I I just don't. That's the longer, no, the longer you're on the site, no the more conferences you go to, you'll get. You'll, I'm you'll sure start I'll de- to have your dreams show up. Yeah, I'm sure I'll develop hardened opinions that I refuse to give up. But <laughs> at this point, I'm pretty tough. I'm pretty the, much. The longer you get involved, the more you learn. The more you understand. <laughs> have a good answer. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty amicable. I'm not, I don't know what I would. I don't have any vendettas I need to solve at the moment. Hmm. Do you have any question to me? Do you, as someone who contributes to the German Wikipedia and commons from a German perspective, do you have any issues with commons that may not be readily readily apparent to us English users? No. No, um, it's, my English is good enough. Well, and I didn't mean language issues. I mm-hmm. meant, do you notice any particular licensing issues, or is there anything that stands out that you would change? Yeah. Very good question, Tom. Very I good. would 
do uh, want to have an upload like on Flickr. Ah, okay. That would definitely be interesting. So Flickr to Commons average for everybody. It, it asks, which, is it that place? Yes, it says. And it, it's that, that date, right? It is. Oh, date. okay. And, I got you. Now. And then afterwards, it's when I upload a bunch of photos, of uh, architectural photos, I prepare everything for comments. I start the upload and then I go into Facebook and dip, 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 it's done. And then go to Flickr, dip, 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 it's done. And comments is still uploading. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Adam, any question? Mm-mm. Nope. So that would be a, uh, one of the things that I would do as king or <laughs> board trustee, I should say. Yeah, vote Gerald Shields for trustee. Ah, okay. oh, oh, thank you, Adam. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, that that's sometime in the future. I okay. I thank you for uh, doing that. The board of trustees of the Wikimedia Foundation. The foundation itself, the one that's uh, headquartered currently in San Francisco. But uh, the uh, the uh, trustees are not the kings; they are like councillors or something. Uh, yes, they they are the board of of a corporation, mm. and then the president is, of course, the day to day operations. Mm-hmm. Um, the board deals with basically the direction of the foundation. Oh, the okay. community keeps five representatives on the board. Correct. Uh, was it five or three? I thought it was four, but I wasn't sure. It was. It's three it's from five. the community. They made two that are between this is <laughs> appointed, and then of course, either, either way, Jim, uh, either way, unlike most foundations, we, don't, we have one that has a significant community presence on its board. Yes, correct. It's not just shareholders. Mm-hmm. It's actually. Uh, oh, that's another thing. Theoretically, the the. The new person who's uploading his state his stadiums and editing Wikipedia, theoretically, after a certain number of edits and without any problem, any negative like obcom <laughs> problems, can actually run for the trustee. That's how open Wikipedia, Wikipedia, uh, Wikimedia Commons, the Wikimedia Foundation is, and that's what. Is our source of strength in in effect because regardless of how entrenched some people get, there's always going to be new blood, mm. and that's I think one of the reasons why the Wiki, Wikimedia community will keep on going for the foreseeable future. Okay, last question, uh, Adam. What's yeah. the next project? Oh, for me, that's never. I at this point, I am a busy just. MOS machine, so I'm looking MOS for those who are listening, or new rather, is the manual of style so I'm very nitpicky, I'll just go through mass articles and keep fixing any errors and like capitalization that I spot mm-hmm. in, and that's about it, but otherwise I'm just busy writing and doing photography Jared? Um, I guess my next project would be the uh, foundation board Come. Sorry. Uh, mine is to finish the one I'm doing, which is trying to document all of the government and s- public buildings, let's call it. Not public as open to the public, but public as in police or fire or things of that sort. Public buildings and government buildings in my area and moving out. Mm-hmm. Finish that. That would be my continuing Thank project. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. No problem. Not a problem. Happy to be here. Bye. Bye. Sebastian, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs>